Welcome to the final round of the playoffs in the Rice Dynasty podcast. John George, a.k.a. Mr. Humble, did not want to lead this off because he's too excited for his championship run. John, how you feeling? It's going to be a tough one uh, going up against Sears. He's been on a run 181 last week. I think that's like top three, maybe top four, definitely top five highest scores of all time in this league. He's uh, he, he's looking real good, real scary lately. Kenyon Drake, um, he's, I, I talked to him. He's real upset at me for trading him. He, he scored 41 last week, and he said, I'm not letting down this week either, John. Uh, so so I'm, this is I'm a the little scared. week, yeah. I'm a little scared, I'll be honest. Charlie's looking looking pretty good, but I'm here. I'm in the championship, and I, I'm, I'm super happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy for you. You deserve it. You, you were the highest-scoring team all year. Uh, but Charlie, he's not an underdog. Don't call him an underdog. He hates that. <laughs> he's an under goat is what he would call himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was joking that he's making an improbable run, but, uh, he really didn't like that. He said, what the hell are you talking about? And I was like, oh, improbable. This was supposed to happen the whole time. Yeah. He's like, the fact that I was the sixth seed was improbable. So, uh, he didn't like that and he got mad. But uh, congratulations, Charlie, because you're uh, you're here now. You're in the championship in your first year in the Rice Dynasty League. You must be doing something right. You dominated the lower side of the bracket, and here you are. You deserve to be here. No one is questioning that anymore. So we're, we're yep. excited for you. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best case scenario for Charlie in a spot that has, this is the third owner of this slot now. Um, and it's it's looking like we got a permanent one because uh, Charlie led his team to the championship. So he's a good owner and yep. he deserves a slot, apparently. Definitely deserves the slot. So, he, um, yeah, and he was definitely tested. I mean, he had to beat the three seed myself and the two seed to get here. So Andy, I mean, he completely blew both of us out of the water in terms of scoring points in those two weeks. So, I mean, the guy deserves it. He absolutely does. Like even my 166 point week, I was thinking as I was watching my team go off, you know, ah, if only I would have got that by a week. But Charlie scored 180. Like he's clearly he was clearly the best team in the playoffs uh, on our side of the bracket. And he's been the best team in the playoffs so far. So we'll see what he does in this uh, coming down the wire. It's going to be a really good championship game but i'm looking at your point totals he's outscored you in the playoffs barely yep and you're the top two scoring teams yeah because i had a pretty good week last week um but he had an even better week this week so Uh, but yeah we gotta we we talked absolute shit about this man for one specific trade and uh the two players he got in those in those in in the trades from chris have uh have carried him this playoff so far. So I guess we should apologize of sorts. Anthony Miller last week, 22 points to help him beat Chris. And then Drew Brees, 50 points and 39 points. Like, that's a nice it's a nice little duel there. Keenan Allen has had has had over 10 points both weeks, but, I mean, yeah. Nothing, I guess nothing tr- compared to these other two. Charlie, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we got to apologize. We thought you got ripped off um value wise everything in the projections would say that you did but you know you got drew Brees, and drew Brees has carried you the way like the rest of your team has done very well but drew Brees himself has uh been your leading scorer and the leading scorer in the playoffs so he pulled you past chris the team that you got uh him from which is just really ironic and funny but you, you won the trade anthony miller's looking great i don't know what else to say here we we doubted you. We're yeah. sorry. Can't Anthony doubt Miller. Me. Anthony Miller, since he's got, I think he got him back in like week eleven ish, and he's just been on a roll ever since then. Um, it, I don't know. Somehow Charlie knew that Anthony Miller stocks were about to rise because uh, he's been he's been doing really well. He's the, he's really fast too. He's a he's fast a very guy. fast receiver. I I know you and I both wanted him, 
and Chris got him and we were upset when he traded him away because we were both just kind of like, that's a really valuable asset. Although we definitely thought Keenan Allen was much more valuable. But Mm -hmm. anyway, nice move by Charlie. I think by popular request, how we're going to do this this week is we're going to kind of review the seasons of everybody who's done, um, talk Mm -hmm. about their teams and their outlook going into next year, and then we'll preview the last two games. What do you think, John? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Let's start with the t- let's start with the toilet bowl uh, between Max and Alex. Max barely won despite setting his lineup. Um, so I'm I guess we'll start. His lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, that that really upset me there. But um, what are you gonna do? Uh, let's start with Alex, who is our toilet bowl champion this year. The worst of the worst. He did yeah. it. Congrats, Alex. <laughs> um, he did it. Um, you know, for Alex, I feel bad that that's how his season ended. He just had a bad game out of Austin Eckler. Um, and the 49ers didn't do what I expected them to. For some reason, the Falcons decided to try at 3-9, and nine, which why would you do that? It's like the Lions. It's like a Lions move to do. <laughs> but the Falcons are trying now. Um, mm-hmm. If you would look at what Alex did this year, I thought he actually did a really nice job of putting pieces together. Uh, he got... A few guys that can do some things for his team. He got Austin Eckler, a guy who wasn't on his team at the beginning of the year. Um, Adrian Peterson he got from me, who turned out to be a really nice starter for him. Um, and, you know, Kenny Stills has been pretty okay. Looking at his numbers now. I mean, he's been up and down. He'll go for like 13, then 1, then 17, then 1. So that's a pretty okay player. Um, Robert Woods came on at the end of the year. He got Zach Ertz, which is a nice tight end. I think his move of the year was getting John Brown, though. John Brown has been excellent for him. Mm-hmm. His, his outlook going into the offseason, unfortunately, is not bright. Uh, he's got Carrion Johnson coming back next year. He's got Marvin Jones coming back next year. Um, but, yeah, he, he's got to get rid of Colt McCoy, man. <laughs> what are you doing? He's got to get rid of a lot of. He's got to get rid of a lot of quarterbacks. He's got. He's got some good quarterbacks. I think. I think these people have some trade value now at this point too. So. I I would agree. I would agree. I think some of them do. Like Kirk Cousins has a little bit of value. Carson Wentz might have some value. Maybe Mitch Trubisky for like a third round pick. Um, but yeah, I think you should trade away some of these quarterbacks. Go get some picks. Get some young players, and you got to start building. And he doesn't have yeah. a first-round pick next year either. What? Do you, what is that? How? Alex is just in an awful position. As far as highlights of the year go, I mean, he did his usual thing and dropped 153 against me in Week 11 to win. Um, a week I hated and I remember a, a very often. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, he I, he's in the, the – we've talked about it all year. He's in the worst position by far out of any of these teams. He doesn't have a first-round pick. He doesn't have a second-round pick. He's got <laughs> he's got one of the worst teams – I mean, the worst team in the league officially now since the toilet bowl. Yeah, it's it's not looking good, and he doesn't have like – like carry on Johnson coming back is not that exciting at all. I don't know what he can look forward to going forward. Maybe he can look forward to Melvin Gordon leaving uh, the Chargers and Eckler becoming the guy. That's the only thing I see see him really excited about, I guess. Yeah, I think the my outlook for him in the offseason is I think Eckler is the guy you build your team around and everybody else you try to, try to get a first-round pick somewhere, some second-round picks. You got to try to get somebody young here, don't you think? I mean, mm-hmm. you got to find a star somewhere, and these guys just aren't stars. Outside of Eckler, you don't have anybody that would really be starting on a championship team. Maybe Robert Woods, uh, but everybody else, you got to find. You got to find some other pieces here. I think somehow you got to move them, find some people that want them, and get some picks. Yep. Yeah, looking rough for Alex. Um, the team he faced. I-69 Birds, Max. Uh, he didn't set his lineup this last week. I texted him about it, and he said it was a part of a bigger plan to win the championship next year, and I I, I tried <laughs> to understand what that meant. He he didn't explain it to me, uh, and he had trouble explaining it to me, but 
Yeah, he said not sending his lineup. That was all a, all a part of his scheme for next year to win the whole thing. Um, his team was good and arguably should have been in the playoffs. Um, the week, not this week, but the week before, he had a pretty good week. And his team just depended too much on how the Seahawks were doing, and I guess that was his downfall. Um, yep. And how Aaron Jones was doing, and he was very inconsistent, unfortunately. And it sucked because when he was good he was really good but he wasn't he wouldn't do that that often so yep kind of stunk i agree um i think the outlook on this team is pretty good you've got aj brown who is kind of turning into a starter fantasy wise uh you've also got kareem hunt who's going to be on a different team next year getting a lot more carries a lot more touches he'll be a probably an rb1 or rb2 in this league so I think his goal with his first round pick is go out, draft another flex, whether that's a running back or a, probably a wide receiver as Emmanuel Sanders gets older. Um, I mean, if he fills that second flex spot, if you think A.J. Brown's his second wide receiver, you've got a kind of a flux at tight end like we've talked about, then this team could be pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Antonio Brown comes back, this team would be a lot better. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, his roster's not that bad. Like you said, it's a playoff caliber roster next year. So he's got a shot. Yeah, he just needs the pieces. Like Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon are two fantastic pieces. This year was not the year for either of them. They're both super talented running backs. Melvin Gordon was out most of it. And when he was out, they realized, oh, this Eckler guy is actually very valuable. And they they sort of split 50-50 at that point. So Gordon's going to be gone probably on a different team as an RB1. Hunt is also going to do the same thing because he's been with Nick Chubb, also very talented running back. Like, it's all going to come together next year, hopefully, if things work out. Uh, but, yeah, A.J. Brown, this is this is why I'm mad Aunt Max didn't set his lineup because he would have destroyed Alex if he had A.J. Brown in, too. Um, right. I definitely would have started him over Coleman, who has been sucking lately. So... Um, and possibly even put Golden Tate in, but probably not, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, his team's looking – I mean, he's got talent on his roster, and he's just got to hope it all falls into place. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, luckily, still has a first round, too, which is – And he still has that first-round pick. <laughs> something you'd like. Definitely something you want to see out of Max. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the other other teams in the toilet bowl tom and tom and quinn they were playing for uh the first pick in the punishment choices and tom has gotten that pick quinn has second pick um it was actually a really close game yeah very high scoring game like very impressive on both sides and looking roster wise they both have a pretty nice upside heading into next year quinn has done a fantastic job overall with this team. I think Marlon Mack will be fine going into next year. Ryan Tannehill was a great pickup at quarterback. This guy's looking good and for oh, years yeah. to come. Yeah. Um, Raheem Moster is going to be the starter in San Francisco, it seems like. This guy is going to take over the carries. That's great. He didn't have Adam Thielen for a lot of the year. Jarvis Landry looks like the number one guy in Cleveland. Um you throw George Kittle, who's just a stud. Sterling Shepard coming back. And Brashad Perriman. Oh, I was going to say Patrick Laird, but yeah, either way. <laughs> the blessed um, man. He's very blessed. Uh, and then you have Hollywood Brown. Uh, it, it looks pretty good for Quinn. He's got a lot of early picks. He's got a couple of second-round picks, um, plus a first-round pick. So I don't know, man. I, I really like his outlook. Um, his first round pick is going to be pretty good too. It's Chris's and Chris. Mm -hmm. So Chris's pick will be probably like, I mean, it's either going to be eighth or seventh, seventh or eighth. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I said that in a weird order. Um, but yeah, so that's not bad. That that turned out to be a really nice deal for him. He gave me David Johnson, who is garbage for Hunter Renfro and a first round pick. So not my best deal. Not my best deal. Yeah, I guess so. David Johnson, um, dead. Yeah, he's actually dead. I don't know what is happening with him. It's because they Kenyon don't even Drake. give him the ball. Kenyon Drake's insane, dude. The guy's really good. 
That's what happens when you're in Miami for a while. Um, I hate this. Your talent is your talent is hidden, apparently. Same with Tannehill, dude. Same with Tannehill. It's, That's it's, true. It's, oh my God! It's all coming together. Everyone who's all these on Miami, Miami players. Everyone who's on Miami right now, pick them up so that when they get traded, they will they will be so good. Dude, I you swear. know what that means, John? What? You know what that means? <laughs> Patrick Laird oh is going to be a stud. Quinn, you got to keep Laird. He is going to be so good next year when he's on a different team. Quinn, Watch Laird go to Laird. the Patriots. <laughs> he just bought, he's the new Burkhead. He's so good. <laughs> he's the number one back. Oh my God. Keep your Miami running backs and wide receivers. They're going to be so good next year. Oh my God. This is crazy. And when they get Joe Burrow, yeah, they'll be great. Oh my God. This is so good. Miami. We figured it out. Um, yeah. Quinn, Quinn, the great, just a great year for Quinn. Honestly, he was close to playoffs. He obviously he was the worst team last year and he, he, he flipped it around. He's elite team now. That's what his team name is, and he is. He's the elite team. You know what uh, my favorite part is? What? Quinn went six and nine this year. Oh yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. Nice Quinn. Um and I, Okay. I, the other guy was Tom. Tom was the one who wanted us to do this segment, so I bet he's he's listening for this part. Tom, we're talking yeah. about you now. Um yeah, Tom. Tom definitely shouldn't have been in playoffs, in my opinion. There's so many or definitely should have been in playoffs. There's so many people down here who I'm just like, God, if Tom tried, his team's yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, I, he, I don't know. What else, I don't know why he started Nick O'Leary this last week. He was really riding that 11 point game from O'Leary. Um, Nick O'Leary. <laughs> hey, he's yeah. a champion. <laughs> but yeah, he's got, he's, he's got a good future ahead of him. I think Mark Ingram's, I think Mark Ingram's going to be, Good in Baltimore. Michael Thomas, obviously, like best fantasy wide receiver. Zeke's great. Um, as far as flexes go, Tom Tom's got to figure out exactly who those people are going to be. Uh, that's his only weakness, really, right now. But he's got some young, some young studs. DJ Chark did not play last week. I guess DJ Chark could possibly no, be a flex. Play. So, no. I, I, oh, I think it's very clear. Um, I mean, it's. You got to get the quarterback figured out. I don't know who you can play at quarterback. Maybe you draft a quarterback. I mean, he could be one of those people you could see drafting a quarterback because mm-hmm. he just kind of needs one unless you're riding the Drew Locke train, which all power to you. But I don't know. You're looking at his lineup and you look at you have Zeke and Ingram. That's a nice one-two punch right there. They're just going to score so much. They're so heavily used in the offense and Ingram still has two years on his deal. He's not going anywhere. They're just going to ride him. I mean, they don't need to put that much strain on him because Lamar Jackson does so much of that offense. So he's not going to wear down. And then you have Michael Thomas. We don't even need to talk about him. Mm-hmm. He's good. And then the the second wide receiver spot, that's where you question it a little bit. Now, Calvin Ridley, is he going to stay consistent? Is he going to stay good? We'll see. DJ Chark, that could be your second wide receiver spot right there. One of those two guys, you don't really need to worry about it. Noah Font looks really nice, and you have TJ Hawk as the backup. Philip Lindsay's your second flex, and then, I or sorry, your first flex, and then either Ridley or Chark can be your second flex. Not to mention he has two first round picks, so one of those guys can easily get in there too. Mm-hmm. Being one being a number one overall pick, so yeah, dang. So he's gonna yeah, dang. the number one overall is gonna be super nice for him. Um. Yeah, this team would have God. This team would have looked nice without the trade to me too, because Joe Mixon and Derrick Henry are now looking very good. Um, but mm-hmm. and Kenny, and he still would have had Kenny Galladay too, which would have been nice. But um, still a good roster without with that trade happening. Zeke's really reliable. You don't know what's going to happen to Joe Mixon. It, the Bengals suck. So, um, but Derrick right. Henry, Derrick Henry's looking pretty stud like too. So, well, Tom didn't need that depth is the thing he just didn't especially with the picks now he didn't need that kind of depth he just needed star power it's true he's got that because he'll he'll replace mixon and henry with uh and galladay with these picks so exactly Mm -hmm. 
All right. So those are the toilet bowl boys. Yeah, Tom um, obviously tanked, and the perfect tank is what he likes to call it. It was the perfect tank. He's done a masterful job. I appreciate how much detail and attention he's put into this league because, yes, it sucks the way he, that it went down a little bit, but because he's obviously not the worst team. Who deserves the first pick? Alex deserves it. I mean, he needs it to keep the league balanced, but Tom did it the way he could, and he should be a heavy favorite to make the playoffs next year, if not win the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. Look out for Tom looking next good. year. Watch out for him. And, uh, um, probably going to have a rule against what he did. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to change it. Smart, 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 Tom, getting getting it in there. I mean, he was the one who brought up we should make a rule for it, and then we didn't. So, yeah, we did. Um, Let's talk okay. about the fifth place matchup teams. Did we talk? We talked uh, about you guys last week, actually, didn't we? But we can still talk about you guys. Go forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Adante did a really nice job this year. I thought from where he was at the beginning of the year to where he finished was a complete 180. He started trying a little bit. He's got actual players on his roster that aren't retired beside, you know, Capri Bibbs, Young Gunna. Um, Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, his team has a lot of star power, mostly Lamar Jackson. I mean, let's be honest. Lamar Jackson is the reason he got where he got. And uh, he's had a nice year. He scored 153 in the third in the fifth place game, but it was clearly not enough. Clearly, um, clearly. So, uh, yeah, he he didn't stand a chance. It was funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. His team. I mean, if he didn't get so lucky at the beginning of the year, he might have not even been in playoffs. But he really turned up towards the end of the year. I've said it many times. He's got. I don't know how this team is looking forward. Todd Gurley. He got his rest at the beginning of this year, and it seems like he's back now, which is good for him. Uh, but his players are just his players are on the older side, besides Lamar Jackson. So I think the draft is the most important time for Adante once again. Um, and in last year's draft, I didn't I didn't help him out too much. So no, you didn't. You got Keneal Harry <laughs> yeah, or Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, and I got Deontay Johnson, who both have looked good but they're not like they're not stars Deontay Johnson's good yeah no no, clearly not um and he doesn't have a first round pick that'll be mine uh so honestly I need to hope that Charlie wins we're oddly for my pick um but then your pit then your Charlie pick would be worse it's that's true (laughs) then you get the last pick of the first round too so just Mm. a confusing confusing moment for you it's a really confusing moment. Hmm. Uh, but we'll I think you'd rather have a higher pick and a lower pick, I guess. So Yeah, I think I would too. So I think I probably should root for Charlie to win. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. Okay. Um, yeah, my team had a really nice outing in the fifth place game. Proud of them. But the pressure was off, so of course we performed. Fifth place, um, baby. Fifth place, not bad. Went from ninth to fifth, which means next year I have to go up another four spots, right? Yeah. So I'll be first. Nice. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, Chris Carson, Miles Sanders. I can't say enough. I'm very happy I kept this kid. I had a lot, a lot of opportunities to trade him. I mean, I tried to give away like a lot for Marlon Mack, including Miles Sanders. Quinn didn't like it. I'm happy, Quinn. Thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, team looks good. Uh, if only I would have played Tyler Higby and Dak Prescott the week before. But you know, you can't you can't make every right read. So had a nice week. I'm waiting for the league report to come out. I wish it would. I don't think I think I was best manager. No league report in the playoffs. There was none. Dang it! There was none the previous week either. So. Ah, I hate that because yeah. I'm pretty sure I had the uh, best possible lineup. You oh definitely. no, what, playing Will Fuller over David David Montgomery would have got me 1.8 extra points, which yeah, means I was like your bench, 99%. Your bench didn't do too well this week, so yeah, you, I, no. think so. I think you had the best lineup, I, possible lineup. I, yeah, that would have been nice to see, just in writing, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. The outlook for next year is to try to fix some things up. 
we'll see if what we can do. Just get healthy. Got to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think next year some better situations. Hopefully, I mean, God, David for David Montgomery, you're just gonna want to hope Nagy's like fired or something happens there. He's in a tragic accident or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, Lev, Lev Bell, I think, wants to be somewhere else, which would be very nice for you as well. Um, that would be great. Yeah, those yeah. two were like Montgomery was great at times, but disappointing at others. Lev Bell didn't score a freaking touchdown because the team he was on sucks. So he scored three touchdowns all year. He's got to score more touchdowns to be really good at fantasy. Uh, but besides mm-hmm. that, your team's pretty stacked. And it was just like a consistent, it basically was just, it honestly was just like one bad week. And that's what happens in fantasy sometimes. You just have one bad week and then it's over. It, yeah. I mean, and that's what happens. So, yeah, I can I can hope that David Johnson goes to a different team and uh, hope that Le'Veon Bell goes to a different team. And let's get Mike Evans back. Let's get these two first round picks back in here and we'll we'll run it back next year. So it'll be fun. Yep. All right. Let's preview the championship. Oh, uh, what about Chris? Well, first and we'll Anthony? do the third place game. Of course. Of course. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, how dare I disrespect Chris and Anthony? I mean, their season's not over though. Oh yeah. The season's not over. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, got a true. big game. True. This um, is a huge one. This is a very big game. Twenty dollars um, on the line. You get your you get what you invested back. You basically got to be in this league for free. You break even. Is, yeah. Which to be honest, with my sports betting reputation, that would be a miracle. <laughs> so Chris, let's take a look. Um you're deciding to play Josh Jacobs this week. Rough. A bold call, considering he has been ruled out. <laughs> We'll he will out. be held out of week 16. Chris thinks he's going to score, though, somehow. Right. Yeah, um, I think that's a good start. I agree with you, Chris. Keep him in. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a sneaky, sneaky start right there. I like it. Yep. And uh, still not playing jo- um, Mark Andrews. Okay. That's a decision. I, I don't like it, but that's a decision. Um, wow. Let's see here. <laughs> I, I don't know. Chris has had a nice year. He's got a very good lineup. His guys have kind of fallen off at the end of the year because he's got a lot of names of players that just haven't established themselves as stars. They had nice years. So Chris went after them. Guys like Cooper Cup, guys like um, Amari Cooper, who they're not stars in the league, but they had nice years at the beginning. So Chris went after them. And then towards the end of the year, they kind of regressed to the average. So they didn't do these great things. Now, that being said, he's got Josh Jacobs and Devin Singletary, two of the best rookie running backs in the league. I mean, Devin Singletary, he's done very, very well for Chris. He's put up, let's see, he's averaged well over 10 points since week eight. So that's awesome. That's really nice out of a rookie. And that's with Frank Gore in the backfield. Just needs go around. Chris has like just needs Gore out of yeah. there, basically, and single there will run Which, free. Eventually, Frank Gore is going to turn to dust. Can we all agree on that? I don't know, dude. Like, I'm, I think he might just go forever. <laughs> plus, Chris has three first round picks next year. Ugh, who let this happen? Yeah. Um, Honestly, Chris is Chris has, needs him now. If you ask me. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Is the second and third pick in the draft. He needs them. This team sucks. And he's going to have the, like, he'll have the second, the third, and then the fifth or sixth. Yeah. That's, he could have three top five picks. That's nice, I guess. Um, no, that's not. And it's awful. Uh, yeah, this team needs wide receiver, like a consistent wide receiver. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen's like the definition of his wide receivers, like, at King of Allen's peak, he looks like he can be a star, but then like he'll have some awful weeks to make it to average out to something that's just meh. Same with Cooper, same with Cup, um, and that Josh Gordon just got suspended indefinitely. Um, Josh Gordon's done. He, the, I mean, he the is. man likes drugs. He more than football. <laughs> it's over for him. Oh yeah, I forgot he has that Odell guy too. Um, Odell's trash. Yeah. Uh, but you, you could trade that. 
you could trade that to like Max. Max is going to be like Odell. I've heard that name before. I'll take him for <laughs> for a lot of things. Um, you could probably do that somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I, you got you're, you've got an amazing tight end situation. Um, yeah, Chris's team looking good going into next year and with all those picks. I think the the best asset for him right now are those picks, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he could get so much for those picks. Oh yeah, if he wants if he wants a player that's good now, he could easily do it because there are tons of people in this league that don't have first round picks because of him. So. Yeah, just because of him. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it's just like during the season, no one cares about draft picks. But then when it comes to draft time, everyone's like, oh, my God, picks. I need some of those. Why did I? Yeah, that's when they realize, oh, yeah, I forgot we're drafting. Actually, I need picks. And these players, they're actually good. <laughs> yeah, they will actually help you if, and especially in the future. Yeah, I mean, Josh Jacobs was is looking great for the future. Miles Sanders. David Montgomery, even Kyler Murray, his own quarterback. I mean, they're all all good picks for the future. I have a feeling Kyler Murray might be might pull a Lamar Jackson next year. Honestly, I'm not going to go quite that far because I think Lamar's breaking records. But I think not as that, not Kyler that Murray will. Yeah, he'll be a top ten fantasy quarterback for years to come. Mm-hmm. I think Chris has a starter for years because of Kyler Murray. Um, it, the jury's still out on if that was better than uh, if that was better than Robert Woods, but I mean it's a nice quarterback, so he's got he doesn't have to draft a quarterback this year. That's basically what I'm saying is he has three picks in the top six at worst, and none of them will have to be a quarterback for him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty darn good. Pretty nice. Pretty darn good. Um, yeah. So Chris, very nice year. Very well done. I mean, you think where his team was from last year to this year. Last year, he was kind of middle of the pack. This year, he's not like the top of the top. He's not. I mean, he's not where you are. Let's be honest. He's not where you are. He was the tied for the best record in the league, I guess. So very good. But um, a lot of that was because of Christian McCaffrey. So he uh, he's had a very nice year and he'll just get better with those picks. So, yeah, well, let's move on to the. To the to the team we all thought was the best, the favorite coming into this year, who who went nine and four had a had a little bit of a disappointing end to the season, disappointing at times overall. Honestly, Anthony, we look good on paper, George. Um, <laughs> yeah, his his nickname for Alvin Kamara is literally "What happened, frowny face." Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that sums up the, his team for me is what happened. I don't know, like this team. Yeah, you you rattled off the t- the names on this team at the beginning of the season, and people were like, "Oh my god, those are that's the best team I've ever seen." But by the end of the year, all of them ended up being. I mean, there were there were some things that weren't disappointing. Nick Chubb was definitely not disappointing. Fournette wasn't disappointing. Mahomes wasn't disappointing. Juju was disappointing. Connor was disappointing. Camaro was disappointing. Diggs was kind of disappointing. Um, and I guess, Mah- I mean, Mahomes didn't like carry his team like it could last year or like Lamar Jackson can. So I guess that's a little disappointing. Yeah. I mean, with two weeks not playing, Mahomes was still the ninth ranked quarterback in the league. So that's pretty good. But yeah, like you said, he just didn't put up those monster games like you're used to seeing. He had like, what do you have? two 40 point games. Mm-hmm. So that's not, that's not what he did last year. I mean, last year he had, I want to see how many 40 plus games do he have? One, two, three, four, five, five, 40 plus games. So that's a big difference for his team. Um, Nick Chubb is a very good running back. <laughs> He's got all these nicknames, Nick Chubb, great running back, bad team. It's the truth. It's very accurate. And Kareem Hunt's been taking a lot of the red zone touches. Leonard Fournette, same thing, good running back. No quarterback to get him down to the red zone, though. And unfortunately, in fantasy, it's a touchdown-dependent league. Like You could have a great game, have 13 points on 130 yards, but another guy could have six yards and two touchdowns. Hello, Patrick Laird, um, and just outscore you. So I don't know. Alvin Kamara, <laughs> what happened? 
sums it up. Him and James Conner are just two busts this year. Juju Smith-Schuster, like, great players. Like, you look into this year, like you said, like, they're going to be great, and it just didn't happen. Didn't work out. He's still got a very nice outlook for next year. I think once Kareem Hunt leaves, Nick Chubb will be back to being the workhorse, and that'll help him out. Yeah. Um, it might be Anthony hasn't dipped his toes in the trade waters too much because he didn't need to. Might be time. Might be time. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, who who is the most? Who, what would you say is the uh, valuable player to trade for on Anthony's team? I don't know. I mean, I personally who, like had a bad year. Maybe. Yeah. yeah go a lot ahead. Of people who had bad years. I personally still like Kamara a lot. Like he's. I, I am still boggling my mind over like how this guy had a bad year. He's still so talented. He's a he's a catching running back too in a PPR league, uh, half PPR league. Like it just seems, I just don't know why it happened. Um, he got injured a little bit in the middle there. That happened, I guess. And then maybe Murray. I don't know. He just he didn't pop as hard. I I like Kamara a lot. I don't know who else. Yeah, I agree. I, I would I would probably go with Kamara as well. I think he's had a very he's had a bad year by his standards and what we thought was gonna happen once Mark Ingram left. And maybe it's that workload that kind of got to him. They gave him the ball a lot more. But I'm gonna guess no. I still think he's very talented. I just think he's gotten so many touches, no no end zone targets, you know? And uh I think he's hurt too. I really do. I think he's got a nagging injury that once he gets back next year, he'll be fine. So yeah. it's been a lot. Camara, I think, is the most valuable. Oh, go it's ahead. Been a lot of Taysom Hill in the end zone this year, honestly. Yeah, it's been very odd. And that other very Hill, odd. the Hill who's the tight end, a lot of him too. There's just been a lot of. They haven't been running it into the end zone too often, to be honest. They they very much like little tight end throws when they're close to the end zone. Dude, the end zone in New Orleans is so weird. Like, you know, everyone else has it flat. In New Orleans, there's just hills everywhere. <laughs> like, it's just a hilly end zone. Yeah. Like, you barely even read Saints on yeah. it. There's just it's hills. It's very weird to see. And the, the defenses always fall. I don't understand. Just a lot of hills. I don't know how uh, that's regulation at all, but, yeah, it's filled with hills. <laughs> how is that allowed? <laughs> I don't know. And it's an indoor stadium. Yeah. Like, how did those even get I'm, there? I'm confused every uh, time. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't know why defenses get so like why they can't figure that out or why they can't appeal that, but you know, yeah. whatever. That's what it is, I guess. No Kamara's in the end zone, though. No Kamara's in the nope, end zone. None at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, these two teams. I guess let's predict a third place game real quick. Um, yeah, let's look at it. Uh, go ahead. I guess. I mean, Chris is obviously not going to start. Josh Jacobs will start probably. Probably Washington, who's who was replacing Jacobs and did fantastic when he did so before. Um, and so I think that's basically the equivalent of having Jacobs in anyways. So that, that'll even it up a little bit as far as matchups go. Let's see. I don't know. It's all going to depend on, I th- uh, it's all going to depend on like Amari Cooper and Cooper cup and Keenan Allen, like it does every week for, for Chris if they actually have a good week Chris can possibly win but if they don't then Chris is just like stuck depending on Christian McCaffrey who's had some very tough matchups and the Carolina offenses they really don't like performing well recently um, they got Greer in this week maybe he'll be good maybe he won't we'll see they're facing the Colts though um, so I'm going to go for Anthony they're, they've both been super inconsistent lately I'm going to go go with Anthony because I like him I like his matchups a little bit more and his players a little bit more. I'm also going to go with Anthony. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes has a tough matchup, which makes me kind of lean away. I think James Conner's absolute garbage right now just because he's still hurt and they're just kind of forcing him in there. And Pittsburgh has no quarterback. A lot of reasons not to like James Conner. However, um, who do we have Oakland taking on this week? Uh, They're playing the Chargers. The Chargers on the road, uh, man, I I don't know. I just, I don't like, I haven't liked the trajectory that Chris's team has been on. So I got to go with Anthony. I mean, he's overall been playing 
poorly as well. I mean, both of these teams have fallen apart. Like, if you look at their last two weeks, not good. Not good at all. Barely. I mean, Anthony's averaging under 100. Chris is averaging barely over 100. So not very good on these two teams. I'm just going to go with Anthony based on the projections. And, uh, yeah, I think that's where we're going to land. Yeah, the last time Chris scored over 120 was week 10. He scored 131. So it's been a while. Not good. Yeah, last week was his... Um, against Charlie was his highest scoring in a long time, 116. So he's he's been still not that great. Yeah, no. he's just been he's been falling flat lately. And same with Anthony too. Anthony's Anthony's been really struggling. He he in week 12 he scored 128. That was like his last really good performance. And now he's just been he's fallen flat too. So gonna gonna yeah. Honestly, yeah, me and Adante deserved this third place game. Damn yeah, it. you kind of did. <laughs> um, you guys both deserve to be in the in the semifinals based off how you're how you're playing. Like Adante just got super unlucky; you had to play me two weeks in a row. Um, yeah, he's Adante's had some, had three really good weeks in a row and lost all three of them. <laughs> Very unfortunate for him. Yeah, I know. He's played you twice and then me on my best week ever. Yeah, his his luck turned around very quick. Yeah, at the bad time. All right. So, all right, it's time. Rice Bowl. It's time to preview the championship, the Super Rice Bowl. Yep, the second one um, ever. Yeah, man, this is. Uh, I'm excited. I think these lineups are pretty well set by the looks of it, so we can go from there. Um, I'll start on your side. I like Joe Mixon against Miami, Deshaun Watson at Tampa, at Tampa's tough, but still versus Tampa. I think the Bears will have to throw the ball against Kansas City. It's Sunday night, and Allen Robinson has proven that no matter what the situation, he's going to find a way to get 12 points. He really likes No it. matter he what. He really wants to get at least 12. <laughs> he, he needs he needs At it. least 12. Um. Dallas Goddard, the reason you're in the title game, I pointed out to you before the show. <laughs> Make my tight end a champion, John. Uh, Terry McLaurin against the Giants. I love it. Terry McLaurin is just so talented. And Dwayne Haskins is finally finding some rhythm. Um, the only other play I think you could go with would be James White or Michael Gallup, but I think you're making the right call. It's really scary to rely on a guy like Will Greer in times like these. I know. DJ. DJ Moore is the one I'm most scared about, honestly. But everyone is, dude. All the fantasy experts have him in like in the. I think someone has him like wide receiver five, and I was like, oh my, oh my god! Like with a new quarterback? Are you kidding me? Like he's not even that. I mean, he last week was like both. I think the past two weeks, DJ Moore's performances have been like rescued at the last second basically because Kyle Allen has been so awful that that he's needed the fourth quarter to get anywhere fantasy wise he's like it's just been a struggle for him and now he has a whole new quarterback I, I don't know yeah but still I'm looking at his numbers since week nine my god I think he's been one of the best wide receivers in fantasy yeah. since then look at the yards 101 120, 95, 126, 75, 81, 113. That's numbers of a champion. And I think that's a lot of the reason you're here. At this point, I think you need to start the guys that have got you here. They deserve the start. So you just got to close your eyes and pray that Will Greer can throw the football. Yeah, that's that's basically what it's going to be. On the other side, Charlie, um, well, I guess we should mention I don't have Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, there's an injury on Charlie's team to even it out. He doesn't have Chris Godwin. Uh, so we're both missing some people. He's going with the Breeze start again. Of course, he has to. Breeze has been carrying him. Saquon's got another nice matchup against Washington. Last week he had Miami. This week he's got Washington. Two nice ones in a row. Drake against Seattle ain't bad. Uh, I know McCaffrey just did Super Bowl against Seattle. Uh, it's probably going to be an Anthony Miller off week, but with Godwin out, he has to start Crowder as well. Um, so both those I'm not too hot on. Uh, I think he picked up Kyle Rudolph, didn't he, to start him this week? He did. I, I dropped him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Another guy that I just wanted to play. The tight ends of, 
are in the championship or we're both mine <laughs> at one point this year. Uh, yeah, that I mean, Kyle Rudolph could randomly go off. He does that every once in a while. So uh, I guess it's a fine tight, tight end choice. Who's his other tight end? I think it's tight end. Jason. Witten. He dropped. Um, no, he, well, he dropped Greg Olson. Oh, yeah, I think he's been starting win, though. I'm it, not sure. He has been. I don't know why he doesn't like Witten after a nice week. Yeah, I guess it's, I guess the matchup I Philadelphia. I don't know. Uh, Charlie's, you know, I can't doubt him at this yeah, point. Cannot doubt him. So, um, yeah, I think I'll make my prediction here. I think you're going to pull this off. I think you're going to win this. I think the wide receivers are the reason. Your team has had more depth all year. So now in a, in a chance where your best player is out, you have enough depth to pull this off. Um, with Chris Godwin out for Charlie, had he been in, I would much more lean towards Charlie, especially with a nice matchup for Tampa Bay. But at this point, um, man, I don't know. It, it's going to be tough. Like, it just very much depends, I think, on this Anthony Miller and Jay Crowder thing. If these guys work out, this is going to be a very tight game. Um, I'm going to go with you. Think you're gonna pull this out? It's gonna be close. Charlie's made an, an amazing run. Well deserved to be here. Yeah. Um. God, this game's gonna be close, but I think it's. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna start the week off with a, a nice little beating. Honestly, I think Deshaun and DeAndre against Tampa Bay on Saturday, the first game this week, is uh, gonna gonna get me off to a really really nice start. Um, I'm unfortunately going to be in the airport during this game, and I'm upset. I'm very sad that I'm not going to be able to see it. But, uh, yeah, I think I've got some very nice matchups this week. Even if Charlie puts up a good week, I think I'm also going to be there with him. This could be a very high-scoring one. Oh, man, do it, John. Do it. Be, be, don't be humble. Get rid of your humbleness. <laughs> I'll try, but Charlie's been, he's been popping lately. He has been. It's hard to deny, but he has been popping. So who's gonna uh, win? Me. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be the champion. I'm gonna do it. Um. I think last. I mean, we'll see. Last year we both thought Anthony was gonna beat Tom. He. 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 He showed us up. This could be this year's Tom. Charlie could. It definitely could be. This could definitely be this year's Tom. Um. He killed Thanos. And now he has to uh, face Marty. He, here, here he is. <laughs> But uh, you know, but you know what happened to Iron Man right after he killed Spoilers Thanos? Spoilers upcoming. <laughs> Spoilers. He, he died, died because Martin Scorsese. This is the Martin week. Scorsese said he wasn't cinema, so he died right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand this reference. You John. don't know about Martin Scorsese? I'm. I am the. He, what are you doing? <laughs> he's the Avengers' biggest rival now because he said the. He said superhero movies were not cinema. Um, so if you if no one's heard of it, that's why I changed my uh, profile pic to Martin Scorsese uh, because he Thanos has been defeated, but they haven't defeated Martin Scorsese quite yet. Uh, they haven't they haven't gotten the love from Scorsese yet. So we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. You should change your team away from dead I team again. I, I wanted to mention at the beginning of the show, the only reason I won is because I changed my team back to, to dead team. Like when I changed it to the train, my team was awful. Changed it back to dead team, and all of a sudden, everyone popped off in the fourth quarter. So I have to keep it. Like I can't change it. Yeah. I remember because we were on the phone, and uh, you were at an 11% chance to win. And you were like, this is your fault. I blame you. You told me to change the team name. I'm changing it back. And the second you did, uh-oh, DeAndre Hopkins just got a big gain. Uh-oh, Joe Mixon just scored. Like, everybody started yeah. popping. It's when I it's when I tell them. It's when, it's when their GM comes out and says, you guys are trash, that, they're, that they get motivated. And they're like, I'm not a dead team, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm going to win this one for you. And, yeah, so I need to keep it a dead team to – to really motivate the masses. I'm calling it right now, though. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon is going to be the Super Rice Bowl MVP. He's going to absolutely pop off against Miami. Uh, I'm I'm predicting a fat 30 from him, honestly. 30 out of Joe Mixon. You heard it here. The humbleness is gone. <laughs> fat 30 from Mixon. Too easy. Wow. Uh, 
Wow, you said Deshaun's popping off. DeAndre's popping off. Uh, Joe Mixon's popping off. Everybody's popping off mm-hmm. for your team. Even, even Henry wow. against New Orleans, and and I, I predicted the Titans are going to beat New Orleans too and make Charlie make Charlie real sad about New Orleans losing and him losing. It's it's going to be a nice <laughs> one two punch. Wow, yeah. this trash talk is really elevated oh, yeah. quickly here. Um, I mean, that's going to be a Derrick Henry's going to run in the winning touchdown at the end of the game, and uh, it's going to be a long one too. And Charlie's going to be stunned. He's going to be like, what? I thought my Saints were good, but they're losing to the Titans. They <laughs> suck. Derrick Henry's too good. Uh, yeah, oh, man. Are you going to live stream this week? Um, possibly. I'd, it would have to. I would be at home, so it might be with a lot of people. I want to, like, it'd be cool if I could, like, invite people over. I should try to invite people from the league over, and we should live stream. To, I don't know to who, to people who yeah. can't be there, like you, Michael, or <laughs> other people. Yeah, I mean, I oh, could come yeah, down. Dude. <laughs> for, for your championship celebration? I think yeah, I, I have so. to, right? Um, I should also, like, I really want to get a Rice Bowl trophy, but that there's none online. I want to, like, find someone who can make a Rice Bowl trophy. <laughs> I know. We got to find a way. We got to find a trophy just that we can pass down. We'll engrave it yeah. every year. Well, Ch- Charlie will be in Michigan, too, so maybe he maybe he could even pop by. Wow. That would be Everyone's insane. Everyone's in Michigan for the holidays. We're, all, we're a Michigan-based league. Everyone's from Michigan, so... Impressive. Bet Max will oh, be yeah, there. Max is always there. He's hanging on every word. He loves fantasy. He's like, John, he always texts me. He's like, you live streaming this week? Can we hang out this week to watch football? He <laughs> loves it so much. Yeah, Max is a big yeah, fantasy huge. guy. Uh, yeah, it's going to be funny when he's not the league. Well, uh, uh, anyway... Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening to the penultimate episode of this season. There's one more left where we, I guess, recap the championship and hand out punishments. Uh, Cannot wait for that. My fa- my favorite episode every year. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, best of luck to uh, Anthony, to Chris, the big matchup of the week, and then I guess kind of to you guys too. It, yeah. It's fine. Not that much no, money. Not at all. All right. We'll see who the champion is next week. Bye.